Hey guys, it's Nessa. Um, welcome to the Shift Podcast. Um, today we have a special guest. Yeah, she's special. Uh, very special. My BFF, Rose. So she's joining us today. Introduce yourself. Hi everyone, it's Rose. I'm the very special guest. And yes, I am very special. And she cannot deny it because she loves me very, very much. She's weird. Did you hear hear her voice? She loves me very, very much. Yes. I'm being held hostage, guys. Yes, it was a threat. (laughs) It was a threat. Please come help. You better love me. So, yeah, I don't know if you guys, this is her first time on this podcast. My previous podcast, she was um, guest on. Um, We've known each other for a while now. Yes. It's been over 10 years, right? Over 10 years. And you didn't like me at first. Yes. Oh, my God. As innocent as I am. She did not like me, guys. It was the opposite. It was the other way around, actually. Okay, how about this? We didn't like each other, <laughs> but it wasn't intentional. It, it was, wasn't. It we, was hard. We had a fuckboy that um was telling lies. Very toxic. Very toxic person. Yes. Okay. That kind of didn't make... But you know what? Everything happened for a reason, and we became friends at the right time, at the right moment. So, yeah. Maybe it wasn't meant for us to be friends, like, right off the bat. So. No. Now we we are here. That's all that matters. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we've we've known each other for a minute, for a hot second. Over this is she's like my longest friendship, I think. Oh. Yeah, you're the longest friend I, friendship that I have. You better remember that. Whenever yeah. these other girls come around trying to be your best friend. <laughs> now that I think of it, the yeah. position is taken. I have two best friends. Uh uh-uh, uh, now nah, we don't do that. It's you and Richard. All right, that's fine. All right, Rich. All right, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so it's you and Richard, yeah. So yeah. So um, so today um, Rose is joining us. Um, we we out. What are we talking about? We are talking about relationships. So not just romantic relationships. Could be, you know, friendships and just having well-rounded people. The importance of having intentional relationships. Yes. That's what we're talking about, right? Yeah. <laughs> Platonic, romantic, but at the end of the day, people who are going to assist you mm-hmm. and be there to support you just as much as you're going to pour into them throughout your journey. Yeah, yeah. that's the best way to put it. Yeah. So, in my... Okay, so how, I don't know how to start this because I in the first episode, we talked about a little briefly of having how important sisterhood is for us, especially for black women. I feel mm-hmm. like there's this narrative that black women don't get along, yeah. that we um, hate each other or we... Are in competition. Yeah. yeah. Um, which, you know, sometimes it's true, but it's not, it's not always. I feel like, you know, I don't trust any woman who doesn't have female friends. If you talk to me and say, you know, I don't have any female friends i'm only i only hang out around guys and you just bash women i don't trust you That's automatically up the bat i don't trust you i feel like you lack self-awareness you lack um just that yeah self-awareness because we need sisterhood we need that but not just any type of sisterhood and i think you know when you go on um, social media or just our generation which mm-hmm. i feel like i don't belong in i don't uh, either <laughs> When people think of sisterhood, they think of people who just 
agree with every decision that they make. Your yes man. Or better, your yes, yes woman. woman. <laughs> your yes woman. Yeah. You like, never hear no. Everything you do is right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've had friends in the past who saw me as judgmental because it wasn't because I was judging them. It was more of when they do some BS or whatever. I'm like, hey, that's that's not you. That's mm-hmm. not who you are. You're supposed to be and your behavior is not aligning with who you say you want to be. And all of a sudden, you're a bad friend. Yeah. How could you? You don't accept me. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? So... Just having people around you that can call you out on your BS, who's going to tell you, hey, your behavior is not aligning with who you say you want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think those people are very important in our journey. They are. The thing about it is what I believe. This is my view on it. We're so hard on ourselves and we want people around us to give us that idea that we're doing the right thing Mm -hmm. even when we're not so when we have someone around us who is telling us hey listen this is not you we're automatically on the defense like Mm -hmm. what do you mean how do you mean you're my friend you're supposed to be supporting me protecting me Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day when you have a yes woman next to you that person is causing more damage than they are helping you in your journey i agree um, your yes woman, she doesn't help you grow. She mm-hmm. just allows you to stay stagnant. Because when you hear yes all the time, that means you're perfect. And mm-hmm. none of us are perfect. So it is important to have that one in your life that's like, hey, listen, respectfully, you're fucking up. Yeah. <laughs> like, you need to get your shit together. Like, exactly. ASAP. Like, for real, for real, get your shit together. And we need people like that in our lives. Like, for me, like, if... You, if we've been friends for a long time and we never have a disagreement, somebody's That's been not fake. real. Somebody's been fake. Like, somebody's <laughs> been fake. Because yeah. there's no way you can say that, oh, this is my homegirl and we never have a disagreement. We always see eye to eye. You know? Uh. A little history, guys. <laughs> Vanessa and I, we lived together oh, gosh. during college years. Oof. And... If you would be a witness to some of the arguments we've had, (laughs) you would say, oh, my God, these girls are enemies. (laughs) But we have had fights blown up. Oh, yeah. And the next thing you know is I get a knock on my door. Hey, I cooked. You could (laughs) eat if you want to. So and it goes back and forth. Like sometimes it's hard for me to say I'm sorry. But if I know I'm wrong. I'll try to, like, do nice things. I'll try to clean a little bit extra. (laughs) I'll leave wine in the fridge, you know, stuff like that. You are not supposed to be with someone just because of the fact that, okay, yeah, we never fight. Mm. So who is compromising themselves to make this work? Exactly. Somebody's compromising their values and what you believe in. I feel like, you know, if I'm your friend and I can't be who I am and say, hey, this is inappropriate. This is not okay you know uh, I don't think this is the friendship for me I just don't see myself being that person and I've I've never been that person I mm-hmm. think this is why I have a very small circle I don't even think I have enough friends to even make a circle <laughs> <laughs> more like a triangle you know, like, 
I think you probably yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah I don't think I have enough friends to make no. a circle. I was telling my boyfriend the other day, um, if we ever get married, I don't think I'm gonna have enough people to make to have bridesmaids. I think I have like two bridesmaids. That's fine. <laughs> I'm perfectly fine with that. <laughs> like just two. I don't really have a lot of um friends. Um. I know a lot of people. Yes. <laughs> it's good to know people. You know, like you make, it's a web. Knowing individuals makes your web stronger, but not everybody is meant to be a friend. Not yeah. everyone. You can't be so quick to call everyone a best friend. Yeah. Because there are certain qualities that you need in someone in order for them to hit that mark. Yeah. So... And just like, just uh, as we talk about, you know, sisterhood and just the importance of having um, those strong, healthy relationships mm-hmm. where you can hold each other accountable. I think that's part of adulthood. And if I feel like I can't hold you accountable, that's a level of narcissism that I'm not ready to deal with. No. Um, you know, we all know that person who never see the faults in their way. They're always the victim. It's always, oh my God, everybody's just getting up on me. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, how could you? Like that, eh, that's problematic. You know, if you are that person, if you're listening, you are that person, you should check yourself. You know, do an internal checking and say, am I that person where I'm sensitive whenever my friends come to me about something? You know, friends should be able to come to you and say, hey, Eh, you know this is what happened and can we have a conversation just having those healthy also healthy boundaries of course definitely. yeah because i feel like a lot of people think you know friendship means that there's no boundaries like i no. give you all of me and, and no mm. sometimes you're gonna have to say no sometimes you're gonna have to disagree and those boundaries are very important because in order for you to be the best friend the best company that you can be you yourself have to have enough to pour into the person. Yeah. You can't give and give and give, or al- better yet, you can't allow people to take and take and take by them just crossing boundaries and think it's going to be healthy for you in the end. But are they really taking or just giving? Because people can't take what we don't give. Because I, they're not, like, I'm not taking, listen, a lot, a lot of us, we set the tone because we never set boundaries early on mm-hmm. in our relationships. Because there's a lack of boundaries, the, uh, the friendship started on a lack of boundaries. So I'm moving in ways that you taught me that was okay. So I'm not thinking that I'm taking from you. I'm looking at it like, oh, you're just being a friend. That's who you are. But in reality, you are suffering from compassion fatigue because you feel like, I'm just taking from you and you feel taken advantage of. And I'm sitting here like, oh, this is my homegirl. This is who she is. But as your homegirl, <laughs> it's also your responsibility to be observant enough to say, you know what? She's always there. Mm. Let me check in and see how is she doing. Because w- not everybody's comfortable with speaking up. That's true. So if you are my homegirl and you care about me, you should also make it a point to say, hmm, let me check myself. Yeah. I'm always unloading on this person. Mm-hmm. How are they carrying that load? That's true. But also just asking. I think like nowadays what I, I've done, like I'll ask people, are you in the space to hear me? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of us, we come with a lot of emotional baggage and we just call a friend and we just dump everything on mm-hmm. their lap. Yep. And I'm sitting here with all of your trash on my lap, like... Fuck do I do with this? Exactly. 
Exactly. And I'm like, I don't know. And now I don't know what to do with this. So it's just really just asking that person, is this okay for me to share this with you? Can I share this with you? Because maybe what you're sharing with me can be triggering to me. You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know my traumas. Mm -hmm. You know, even if you do know, you got to be mindful of that. Like, I'm not going to call somebody and say, you know, just unload my, let's say, my relationship issues with you. Like, that's that's a little toxic you don't just do that you, you can just ask hey are you in the space to offer me support can yeah. you be supportive right now in the space that you're in and if you're not it's okay to say no you exactly. don't have to feel the need that you have to listen or even after you say yes and you're realizing what i'm telling you is more than you are capable of holding what i tell people listen uh you got insurance <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you should call your insurance and ask them for your in-network providers for therapists because sis, that's a I'm lot. Not it. <laughs> that's a lot. I'm not it. <laughs> and I'm I'm not gonna play therapist in my friends' lives anymore. And I used to be. I used to be that person that just take everything and I'm gonna fix you. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna sit in it with you. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm not that person anymore. Yeah. I'm the person that's gonna pray for you and guide you to the right people that's going to be able to help you because I'm not it. It's just, and that's my boundary. That's me setting boundaries with people. And if you follow me on social media, I posted, uh, you know, some stuff about different type of boundaries, like time boundaries. Mm -hmm. Listen, I would like to spend time with you. I can give you 30 minutes, but I can't give you two hours. Time boundaries. Also, respect my time. If you say you're going to show up, like, for example, I had a friend. And we're supposed to have dinner somewhere, and we had a reservation. You probably know what I'm talking about. Probably, but and we had a reservation. An hour passed by. I'm sitting at the bar. <laughs> I whole know girl, who you're... <laughs> whole girl never showed. I know who you're talking about. Okay. Two Continue. hours passed by. They're like, uh, ma'am, we're gonna give you a table away. You know, now if something open, we'll give it. But you can sit at the bar. Two hours passed by. Home girl, still not there. Still not there. Now, two hours and a half, home girl popped up with her boyfriend. Hey, boo. <laughs> hey, yo, boo. Um, like, what's so going I'm on here? here? Again, that was pre-boundaries, Vanessa. Pre-self-awareness, Vanessa. Now, if somebody do that, I wouldn't even wait two hours for someone. No. Nowadays. Like, where I am right now in this journey that I'm in, I wouldn't allow someone to do this to me. But that friendship was founded in a way that we, we didn't have boundaries. Mm-hmm. This person walked all over my, well, I'm going to say imaginary boundaries because I never set those boundaries yeah. with that person. And that wasn't the first time that they did this, where we have plans and they'll show up three hours and a half later. And oh, there was no. no apologies. And if I say something, I'm the bad guy. Oh, no. How could you? That. No. You know, how could you? Say something to me. I made it. You know, and th- there was this lack of respect for my time. Uh-huh. And when I said something, I was the crazy bitch. There, there was no accountability for that person. There was no such thing as, you know what, girl, I'm sorry. At least give me an excuse. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's very important. Number one, the respect of it. Because... Really, honestly, what is a relationship without respect? Mm. Whether it's romantic, whether it's platonic. If you say or if you promise or if you plan 
let your word be your doing. Mm-hmm. And the idea that you're waiting two hours for oh, someone yeah, to show up. I did. That's disrespectful. And she popped up. Oh, my boyfriend is with me. Oh, I have made reservations. And he wasn't invited. And I made reservations for two. So now he's sitting in the car waiting for you, sis, because I'm having dinner. Yeah, no. <laughs> we don't do that. But, that you know, that happen. person did that in multiple occasions, occasions in my life where we have, you know, plans and, you know, I'll have specific time. And one of, I'm one of those people I like to have timing. Like, hey, oh, you want to do this? What time? Girl, seven. If I'm going to be running late, I'm going to text you. Hey, girl, yeah. I'm running late. I'm Haitian. I'm not going to lie. I'm not always punctual. I'm always late. But before I am <laughs> an hour late, I will text you at five minutes behind. Like, hey, sorry, I'm running behind. Or better yet, if I already know I'm going to run behind, hey, I know we said seven, but it's looking as though it's going to be 730. Mm-hmm. It's just the, it's common sense, honestly. But it's also the respect that you have for that person true you know like you, you don't do that like my boyfriend is very punctual like he he, he <laughs> i know that I literally he's dressed before me when we're going out and i see him dressed already i'm like okay all right i'm not gonna do a full face makeup i'm gonna put foundation <laughs> and some setting powder i'm not even gonna do my eyebrows compromise because people. if i start doing all of this i'm making him wait we're not gonna have a good evening no because he's gonna have a whole attitude <laughs> It's all about the compromise. He's gonna have an attitude. So now he's upset and now we're not we're not gonna have it. So I'm compromising. I'm like, you know what? I'm already dressed. Matter of fact, no makeup. Let's go. Let's go. And he's yeah. like, Are you sure? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. And that's that respect for my time for the time. Even the same thing. Sometimes I'm dressed before him mm-hmm. and I see him just you know, I'm like, it's okay, take your time. You know, you just don't have people wait for you for two hours and yeah. just like Especially showing up with someone else. Yeah. And I was just like, girl. You, where they do that? Where they do that at? Like, who? Not here. <laughs> who Not that? here at all. But there was no, that evening, there was no apology. Yeah. I never got one. And again, this person did that on multiple occasions throughout our friendship where there was a lack of respect for my time. And also a lack of respect for... You know, just me in general, I feel mm-hmm. like. Because when you respect someone, there's certain things that you wouldn't do. Um, I'm not going to go into details. But... Okay. <laughs> no, but... But that. Yeah. The idea of intentional and healthy relationships is that you, as a person, you feel secure. Yes. And being able to say no. Mm-hmm. You feel secure and being able to tell the person, hey... You're crossing a boundary that I personally am not comfortable, comfortable with. with. Yeah. Because like Vanessa said before, you don't know what this person has gone through, mm-hmm. is currently going through. If you haven't done a check-in with them, like, hey, how are you doing mm-hmm. mentally, physically, emotionally? Like, it's the weirdest thing. This is a question that I ask people now all the time. And some people are still not used to it. What? Like, hey, how, how are, are you, you doing physically? mentally, physically, and emotionally? And I usually love it when they give me a percentage. Because then I'll ask you, okay, why do you feel that way? Before mm. I even start unloading on you so I could know if it's a safe environment for both of us at the moment. So the safety of it, the respect of it, the honesty of it, yeah. and the comfort of it. You need someone around you who's going to be able to bring you along your journey Mm -hmm. without you feeling as though at some point in time they were lacking for something Mm -hmm. or you were lacking for something 
And if you guys both are not 100%, mm-hmm. how can you pour into each other? And that's what I was going to say, because I feel like a lot of us, we form relationships based on where we are in the season of our lives, mm-hmm. not where we want to be. Like, I'm broken, so I'm going to hook up with somebody, with somebody who's, who's broken, broken. So we could talk about our brokenness. Yeah. Yep, yep, or... Yep. You know, I'm in my whole phase. I'm going to get some whole friends. And then you we're know, both going to continue being be hoes <laughs> and talk about how we don't want to be hoes, but we're going to continue being hoes anyway. No, so, you yeah. know, it's just the idea that we are connected with people based on either um, our past traumas mm-hmm. or where we currently are, but not long term or where we see ourselves. That we could grow together. Past our healing. Mm-hmm. Past our, well, past our brokenness. Yeah. Because, yes, you're broken now in this season. But, but you're you, not you, broken forever. Honey, you're not going to be broken forever. Mm-hmm. You well, have unless to, you choose to be broken. Unless you choose to be. You know, forever, yeah. but your healing start. And that's why for me, I lost a lot of friends. I'm not saying that these women were, weren't beneficial in that season of my life, but where they, we were connected based on my brokenness, based on my pettiness, based mm-hmm. on my anger, based mm-hmm. on where I was at that time in my life. And as I continue in my journey of healing you guys and wholeness, further and, further and we, apart. yeah, we go for further apart. That doesn't mean I, mean I don't love them. They don't of love course. me. We just don't have anything in common and because what we had in common was the brokenness and I'm no longer broken, baby. Exactly. <laughs> That's not me anymore. Exactly. And the thing about it too, and this is another very important aspect of an intentional and healthy relationship, knowing it's okay to not always be friends yes you will have people who help you along your journey at some point in time god whichever higher power you believe in is going to tell you hey listen this is your moment to keep walking Mm -hmm. and this person has come to the end of their Mm -hmm. path it's okay it doesn't mean you hate the person. It doesn't mean that if you guys see each other on the road or if the person is posting something and you can sense there is like an issue that you can't reach back and say, hey, what's going on? Let's talk about it. Yeah. But you will grow out of certain relationships. Yeah. And I saw that like after I left college, after I graduated from college, like my like the people that I was connected with in college, I wasn't connected with anymore. And they're still connected with one another, but I'm just not connected to them. Mm -hmm. And again, there's no hard feelings. I still love them. Whatever they do, I support. Of course. It's just, that's not where I am and where God is taking me. You know, God, where God is taking you, you can't take everybody with you. You can't. And people make, (laughs) and that's the thing. People make a lot of mistakes with that because... Mm -hmm. You're trying so hard to be that good friend, that great friend, and you want everybody to succeed, everybody Mm -hmm. to succeed. But all those people who are around you, are they also willing to sacrifice what you would be sacrificing in order for you to succeed the same way? Or better yet, are these people, can these people see you where you currently are? And I think for a lot of us, we we grow apart because now you're in this journey of self-awareness for mm-hmm. me seeing my therapist every week really working on myself meditating and praying more uh, is this friend gonna see you as acting funny now you think you're better than them or they're gonna say oh my god girl you inspired me to start my journey too 
and you can go on that journey together it doesn't have to be you know same place at the same time but they see you as oh wow she's doing her thing and i'm proud of her mm-hmm. and i remember when she was this and i'm i'm i'm, I'm rooting for you but some people Don't they're not they're committed up. they're committed to your past life First, yeah they're committed to your brokenness so they can't see you whole they the can't idea, see the change up. They yeah. can't handle the change up. The idea of you being whole, the idea of you taking care of yourself, the idea of you, you know, just being a wholesome person, mm-hmm. frighten them. And they look at you, well, she's acting funny. You know, she thinks she's burying everybody else. She's yeah. bougie. I get that a lot from people who don't even try to get to know me. You know, the, know me, who I am now, who I am today. But they knew the past Vanessa, the freshman year Vanessa. So now that the change up has happened, they're like, okay, wait, yeah. hold up. She thinks she's better. Hold up. Oh, wait yeah, a she's different. Oh, sis. No. How about you get to know me? Is it weird? <laughs> I really think that sometimes it's fear of it like is. being left behind. It is. They feel as though this is me just thinking. I'm like, maybe it's just the fear of that okay how is it that this person is still mm-hmm. hold, like moving and i'm just here and maybe it's something that they're holding on to mm-hmm. maybe it's the fear of them succeeding because a lot of people have a lot of fear of for six like for success yeah and so they sabotage themselves whether yeah. they realize it or not they sabotage themselves and seeing that you're able to face your demons mm-hmm. and face your trials and they're still afraid they're like wait aren't we supposed to be traveling at the same pace? Yeah, and that's the thing, you don't have to. I think when people think of intentional relationships, they think that we both are supposed to be going through life at the same pace. We're Mm -hmm. supposed to be going through the same seasons at the same time. No. But that's not true. My thing is, if I'm in a season of depression and you're in the season of joy as my friend, you're supposed to pick me up and say, hey, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Mm -hmm. I got you. That's what a real friend does. Now we're like, well, girl, oops, sorry, you depressed? You want a sandwich? All right, girl, well, I'm going to be over there <laughs> with my joy because no. ugh, you're a buzz kill, girl. You no. are killing the buzz with your depression. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what it's about. Not you know, at all. It's just being, and I'm not saying for you to go and be depressed with the person. It's just being able to say, you know what? You know what? I've, because all of us, we, yeah, we it's a season. If, we, if you are experiencing joy right now, I'm sorry to be a buzzkill, but next then you might not be. You might not, you not, might be, not happy. be You might not be no. as happy. It's that's life. But it's being able to say, being empathy, it's showing empathy and yeah. say, hey, you know what? I've been there. I've been there. I learned this. I did this. It may not work out for you, yeah. but I'm just letting you know. This is what happened. But as you can see right now, that season passed for me. And now I'm I'm in a new season of happiness. But I'm here for you. Exactly. <laughs> like, I can't take you out of where you are. Yeah. But I could be a support for you. Yeah. And if anything, if you, it, it doesn't even take anything out of you to just say to someone, yeah. I'm going to pray for you. Yeah. Literally. Like, like oh, let's pray together. Exactly. <laughs> like, Having that sisterhood. Having a healthy sisterhood is yeah. having that person to know that if I'm going through something, they may not be able to offer me money. Mm-hmm. They may not be able to offer me a couch or a room or a bed or a car. And that's okay. Yeah. But I can call up on someone and they will pray with me. Mm-hmm. They will pray for me. They will pray about the situation. Yeah. 
And it's just having that support. We're told so many times, oh, she thinks she's this. She thinks she's that. She thinks she's better. But what about she's confident? Oh, she went through life. <laughs> she fought her demons and now she's enjoying the fruits of her labor. But the thing about it is, in my experience, the people who say that about me don't even know what I had to go through. And that's, the, that's the problem. <laughs> so many people are, are searching and reaching for yeah. the ultimate end. Yeah. But they don't realize it's a broken road. Yeah. And it's it still is going a broken road. And even when you're <laughs> smiling and you're happy, sometimes you come home and as soon as you close the door behind you Child, and leave the world behind, a tear comes down. You, know. you cannot go through life measuring your success, measuring yourself against those around you, especially yeah. when you're calling these people a friend. Especially when you're calling that, these people a sister. That part. To have a sisterhood is to have a strength that is saying we're supposed to be as strong as our weakest link. Mm-hmm. But guess what? As soon as you start feeling weak, we're going to be there for you. you to hold on to us. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I feel like a lot of us, we don't have that. Like if you, well, for me, I have that. I'm just saying like in my past relationships, there was this idea that, you know, and I know so many people who have girl squads and their sisterhood just based on we yeah we gossip <laughs> we party together we'll travel and take pictures beautiful pictures and girl squad hashtag a black girl magic but there's it doesn't go deeper than that there's no depth if I'm exactly. feeling depressed I can't text this person and say hey girl you know I've been having a tough week mm-hmm. this is what I've been going through my anxiety is through the roof and I'm feeling this and this this person's probably gonna be like oh girl oh um. Oh, that's that's fucked up. But they they, they yeah. won't have anything else to say to you because that's not your friendship. Like mm-hmm. and not, and if you have those friends, like I'm I'm giving you guys homework right now. Even if you're not feeling the way I just said, text your girl squad, go into group chat and say, Yo, girls, you know, last week was really tough for me mentally. Mm-hmm. And I'm not 100%. I'm not 100%. And see how they respond. Exactly. The question that will come your way will tell you how strong your, your pack is. is. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is we're not bashing the going out, drinking, having fun with your girl's pack. You need that. That's perfectly fine to have that. But you need something deeper. You need something that is going to hold out once your bones start hurting Listen. and you can't party as much. Once your po- pockets are crying because, you know, that paycheck that they said they sent through, for some well, reason, didn't yeah. come through. Mm-hmm. You're going to need a group of women who are more than just in the moment. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of us, we have those, oh, you know, the... The friends, you know, we've all been friends. We're all single and living the life. And then, they boom, you meet someone, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're falling in love and they're just like... And they're wow. acting funny to us. Like, oh, wow, look at this girl. She thinks she's better. Oh, wow. She's this and she's that. <laughs> really? Oh. You know... You're gonna find you changed your... up. I was here yeah. for... You're just gonna leave your <laughs> girl for some dude? <laughs> what are you doing? 
why he ain't even shit but you don't know him exactly and they just (laughs) he's you start giving your attention to someone else yeah and now it's magically that there's an issue Mm -hmm. but have you yourself said hey i haven't met this person let's all hang out and let's talk or hey let's just go and grab dinner instead of going to the party and let's talk but no, because of the fact that my friend is no longer here well, with me. Well. <laughs> <laughs> it's an issue. But, and he ain't shit anyway. F your relationship. But that's the level of maturity and emotional intelligence that, you know, it takes somebody who's emotionally intelligent. And I feel like a lot of people, a lot of women, people think that we are, we mature faster than Men. men not this generation of women no they're much of immature <laughs> petty little girls they walk around hurt and they project their own hurt and they fear onto you and you you got to be mindful of that and when you have intentional relationship you got to be mindful that yes things are gonna happen that's gonna test your relationship mm-hmm. it's what happened at the end how do you resolve conflicts exactly. and i feel like like you said like you and i we've had over the years things that people will probably think we wouldn't be friends ever ever <laughs> <laughs> ever like wait Where, you know sometimes i tell people oh i'm hanging out with vanessa or they see a picture on facebook or whatever they're like wait you and vanessa are friends <laughs> i'm like yeah that's my girl that's like one of my best friends what are you talking about they're like wait you and Vanessa <laughs> are friends. I'm like, yes, we're friends. This is my girl. We have each other's back. Yeah. We just, you know, kind of kill each other sometimes mentally. We've of never, course. we've never done it in real life, but yeah, I've killed you many times yeah, mentally. Yeah, I have too. I've yo, I've your body, you. yo, I'm telling you, <laughs> your body has been buried. You've turned into bones, then into ashes. But at the end of the day. Oh gosh. You're my girl. That's true. we I've done I'm like, oh gosh, this girl. Oh. And the thing about it is people don't know that we live like five minutes from each other and we go months sometimes without seeing each other. Without seeing but each we other. Talk, and I know that like I I call her my cactus friend. Exactly. Like she's not like we have I, this low yeah. mid you're literally my <laughs> cactus. We're both cactus. Yeah, friends. I am. That's the I, I say that I'm not the consistent friend, but I am the accountable friend. Yeah. So like, don't expect to hear from Rose every week or ev- better yet. Don't expect to hear from Rose every two weeks. But the second you hit me up, like, hey, something needs. Okay, when do you I'll need me there? there? Yeah. What's wrong? Let's talk. I could be at work. Yeah, that's true. And I will put my work to side, and I will be there for you. But if you're expecting for me to be at every single event. Every single two seconds, hey, what's going on? What's the newest gossip? You got the wrong person. And that's the thing, because when you do that, you become involved in somebody else's life where you're not taking care of yourself no. because you're too involved in someone else's exactly. life. Exactly. Because I've been that friend where I'm, I'm there. I overextend myself. Yeah. Just for the hell of being a good friend. Of being a good friend. But when it's time for these people to return the for you, they were nowhere <laughs> to be found. Oh, and I had to realize. You know, I had to really check myself and find out why, what's my intention behind me overextending myself. Mm-hmm. And I had to find that out in therapy. Like when I was telling my therapist about how, you know, 
this girl did this to me. She did this after everything I've done. Blah 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 blah. blah. And she's but just who like, asked you? That's exactly. <laughs> and then she said, Who asked you? Who asked you? And that's what she said. She said, Did they ask you to do that? I'm like, Yeah, no. It was her birthday. I popped up. I got the cake. I got her gift. I did this. I did that. And they're like, But who asked you? And then my you? birthday came. They awkwardly make it. I'm f- I'm pissed. And then she's like. Okay, Vanessa, and when I'm doing this, I'm pacing back and forth in her office. Vanessa, sit down, you're making me nervous. <laughs> she always does that. Sit down, you're making me nervous. Sit your ass down. <laughs> and I'm like, breathe. First of all, it doesn't seem like they asked you to do it. Mm-hmm. So let's find out your motives, you know, and what's your intentions behind you being that friend what's your um, intention behind you overextending yourself to these people and you really came down to having the need to be liked i could care less if you like and me. i was just like but now i'm in this place of my life i'm like i can all kiss my motherfucker exactly ass. like <laughs> i was like i don't know I don't care. It's a common mistake. The idea that people have to like Like you. you. Nobody asked you to do... Listen. But you can do all of that and they still don't give a fuck about you. you. And that's what happened to me. Like, I was doing all of this for these people. Be everything for them. Show up for them. If you, you know all of these things. And then to find out, like, for example, someone said... um, I, I think I told you this. You know, she just never fit in. Exactly. <laughs> and now that I'm older, I'm damn near 30. I was like, I don't Oh, want don't to... remind me. I was yeah. like, <laughs> yo, remember when we used to think 30 was old? I know. All we're right, damn sorry. Near 30. I, I'm, my bad. I just realized you just said we're damn <laughs> we're near 30. Damn I'm like, 30. oh, guys, I'm, I'm only 12. <laughs> I'm going to be 25 for the next five years. Listen, I'll be like, Orna Kane, how old are you, madam? 25. 25. <laughs> like, I'm just like, I'm realizing, like, I'm like, listen, I don't care. No. I don't care about any of this. I don't want to fit in. I want to belong. Exactly. Being When you fit in, meaning that you have to change some, something about uh-huh, you. You have fit to in. fit in a box. You got to squeeze a yep. little bit. Or you got to, you know, change. You, you got to compromise who you Chisel. are. Chisel off whatever value. extra exactly in order to, to be in, part of that box to be part of that box and I feel like I did that in college yeah that was in, in a way I still was a little bit like at the time I'm like eh, that's not me I'm gonna but I compromised a lot of me mm-hmm. to say that I had friends and then after college I became I was in the real world paying my own goddamn bills exactly. <laughs> They ain't gonna pay no bills for you either. Doing all these things on my own, and when I went through the darkest moment in my life, none of these people were there for me. Mm. And I was just like, "Okay, Vanessa, it's not about quantity; it's about quality." Quality. Yeah. Okay, who are the top friends that you can call right now if you're feeling depressed? That will be there for you. And I remember just being again. I had like I knew so many people that I was around. It came down to. Literally two. Mm. I was like, okay. I'm not going to cut these people off, but I'm going to have to separate myself. And slowly, but slowly, and then some of them actually stopped reaching out to them. Yeah. And we haven't spoken ever since. And that's another thing. That, <laughs> listen to this. The phone works both. both ways. Yes, it does. I don't care if you have to go back to whatever 19 whatevers to go to a pay phone mm-hmm. 
Everybody in this day and age has some type of technology they mm-hmm. could use to get a hold of you. And better yet, if you don't have technology, they're still male, okay? If you have someone in your life that if you're not the one constantly reaching out, reaching out, reaching out, then that person you will never hear from, babe, let them go. Exactly. Because no one is ever too busy. The idea that, oh, girl, I'm too busy. We all, we walk around with this little thing that is literally you can call somebody and you're on social media. View social media and you, it, it, there's so many ways that you can contact someone. Like mm-hmm. I said, there are some people that I haven't spoken to in years because I stopped reaching out. I yeah. was the one, I was doing watering the friendship, keeping trying to keep the friendship alive. And once I stop, it's dead. It's like no communication whatsoever. Mm-mm. Like none. And that's no way to live. <laughs> it's like you're begging for someone's friendship. Yeah. And then when you do, again, the question comes up, but who asked you? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you're doing, you're doing, you're doing. And then at some point you're like, oh, okay. If this person had the opportunity, they would also know we all have the opportunity to show up. Mm-hmm. We all have the opportunity to be there. In my case, you know, like, I really just don't like technology, but (laughs) I still... She's a grandma. I am. I believe technology is the devil, but that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. But even if I don't hit you up in a month, best believe the second day of the next month that I haven't hit you up, I'm gonna hit you up like, hey, how you doing? Just, you came up in my mind. I've been praying for you. I remember you. You, why is it that I have to continuously reach out in yeah. order for us to be friends? Mm-hmm. Do it's you're too high maintenance, yeah. You're too much high, of a high, high maintenance. maintenance, and guess what? I'm sorry, I'm very low maintenance. If it requires so much maintenance for us to keep our friendship, then baby boo, deuces. Like, I'm just saying that, like, there's some friendship, every friendship, everybody shows up differently in your life, exactly. And I just feel like it's really just creating that balance that I'm like okay we have busy lives we have relationships outside of each other we have bills to pay mm, bills. and all these different things student them bills loans, child, them bills aren't no joke loans. <laughs> so you know it's just finding that balance of like hey we might not be able to get together every weekend but once every quarter let's have brunch uh-huh. showing up for your friend not just emotionally but also physically it's important to maintain the friendship where we can be together in just fellowship I guess yeah. um, <laughs> and just really just find that balance and say hey yes we have this and this that going on let's say your friend is married yeah honey I know you have a whole husband you gotta take a and you know man you gotta take care of these men. oh my god child that's a whole different story <laughs> <laughs> You know, oh, I get that you got other people that needs your attention, that yeah. needs your time. So about once every three months, we have brunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't have dinner, but let's have brunch. You know, let's spend those three hours in catching up. You know, I know we can't speak every day. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if I cross your mind, send me a text. Like, and hey, I'm that friend. Like, exactly. hey. You know, and I have friends that I talk to every day, like Richard. Like, we talk to each other every single day. That's our friendship. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that you less of a friend to me than he is because I don't speak to you every day. That's true. So we everybody shows up in your life differently. And you got to be able to discern who's your lifetime people, who's your seasonal people. Mm-hmm. 
And, and don't try to bring the seasonal people into a lifetime journey. Well, they will drag you down and they don't even mean to drag you down. They will drain you. They will drain you, not realizing they're draining you. And next thing you know, it's either they're going to despise you mm-hmm. for not being what they need you to be or being where they need you to be. Or you're going to end up despising them for not being all that you thought they would be. And the thing about Expectations. it is... Exactly. Expectations without an explanation can only lead to failure. Well, you can't expect, expect, expect. And not you're not communicating. You're not communicating. Yes. It's going to end up in failure because now you're feeling as though this person is not giving you or being what you need them to be. Mm -hmm. They're feeling as though you're either putting too much pressure Mm -hmm. or that you yourself are not what they need to be. And it could have been a beautiful seasonal friendship that if you guys saw each other, you could reminisce, you could talk, you could laugh. Now it's turned into something where you just don't want to deal with one another. Yeah. So now you just. (laughs) Exactly. It's like you're at odds for reasons that both of you did not ever explain. Yeah. You got to be able to discern that. You got to be able to. A lot of us don't have a spirit of discernment. Um. Like, um, I went to church today. Yes, God, go to church. I didn't go to church today, but yes, God, go to church. You know? I, I go to church. I try. I go every Sunday now. I'm be, I've been very consistent lately. I'm um, trying to do that, people. <laughs> Listen, we're both at different points of our journey. I've been very consistent. Except for when I, those months when my period comes on a Sunday, I'm like, child. I'm not getting up. Exactly. I still go to church, guys. Don't think I don't go to church. <laughs> All right. We're just not going to talk about this anymore, okay? But yeah, so he All was right, talking about the how a lot of us tend to confuse mm-hmm. seasonal people with lifetime people, how we lack the spirit of discernment mm-hmm. in our relationship and how we think that just because we are in a familiar environment, that makes us family. No. It's like it's the same thing with you go to work and yes, you're in a f- familiar environment with your work, your co-workers. But then and now you think everything. that your family and now you come, you now you hurt and confused because they threw you under the bus for your position because you were not able to discern the fact that these people are here for a check. So you got to be able to discern that and being able to discern that, you know, this friend, I'm going to share this with you. But God is telling me, giving me a vision of my mm-hmm. future. And I'm not going to share that with you because I know you come to me every, every every day. You gossip about your next friends to me. So why would I tell you my business? And you brought something up that I want to hit. Family. Wow. Women and family. Women and friendship. Mm-hmm. Women and relationship. But I'm going to go back to family. Just because they are your family does not mean they are not seasonal. Yep. I ooh. Your family and wanting to bring everyone with you everywhere you go, it will end up dragging you. It will end up prolonging your ability to find peace, mm-hmm. your ability to gain that success. You're going to suffer. Child, you're going to be suffering for long suffering. (laughs) Okay. It's just like when God calls you for your calling. When God calls you for that calling and you're like, but you know what? Right now, I'm okay. Mm. 
Right now, I'm not going to give up this position. Mm. Right now, I'm not going to give up this friend because I'm good. I can find another I'm way around it. I'm comfortable. I'm going to stay right here, but I'm going to find another way around it. No, 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 no. Because the, God, God has a way of redirecting you. Mm-hmm. God has a way of making sure you listen. Oh, yeah. Oh, And, oh, and the yeah. thing about it is, the more, if you are disobedient, you're going to lose things. That mean a lot that to you. That means a lot to you so you can, you can have your attention. Uh-huh. Be, listen, I know this. I need y'all to be able to... Well, he, he said something today. He's like, a lot of us need to go into solitude where we don't hear it. We don't see anything so we can hear everything. Mm-hmm. For example, I'm on the social media fast right now because I need to be able to hear God. I need to be able to hear everything. A lot of y'all, y'all everywhere doing everything with everybody. With everybody. And you know, our parents used to say that. <sighs> our parents used to say that and... I used to be like, okay, like you're Maggie. (laughs) Now I'm using that terminology. I'm like, yo, if anybody is Maggie, me and you, we done. We done. Because you can't be in every single sauce. Because Maggie is not made to be in every single (laughs) sauce. Sometimes you gotta use salt. Sometimes. And pepper. Sometimes you just need pepper. (laughs) Nah, I'm saying you're gonna need a little bit more than just salt and pepper to season it. (laughs) But if somebody is Maggie and then every single thing doing every single no you are in every event with everybody when do you hear from god what are you running from when thank you 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 are never alone so what is it about yourself that you hate being by yourself you're running you're running from something or someone like you need to be able to for me like stillness a lot of us don't know how to stay still we don't know how to sit and listen to the voice of God. Mm-hmm. We we're on social media like this. For me, being off social media was something that I chose. I was like, listen, you log in, you like, boom, this Bombarded. person is dead. Boom, yeah. this person is shot. Boom, this happened. This this boom. oh gosh, your spirit is <laughs> not at peace. You you're not at peace. So like, listen, I. Yeah, I'm gonna keep doing the podcast. I'm gonna update my website, but social media, child, I just I can't. I can't do this right now because mm-hmm. I, I, I'm in this season where it's important for me to hear from God Yeah. because I, I need for God to order my next step and I cannot afford to be disobedient in the season mm-hmm. because sometimes it's like I would be in disobedience because that we are so, we're so involved in the world. We can't hear God. Exactly. So it's not like you're being disobedient. So now you are in a season longer than you're supposed to be because, because you deaf. couldn't hear, yeah. you were deaf. You couldn't hear from God. So now you're suffering. So now you're in this job that you hate longer than you're supposed mm-hmm. to be because you couldn't hear from God because you were everywhere doing everything with everybody. everybody. So now you don't go to church no more. Now you don't pray anymore because you're looking at God. God is making me. Why is, if God was so great, why, why is, is he allowing me to suffer? Uh-huh. In reality, God is saying, I'm waiting for you. Exactly. We look, <laughs> no, seriously, we look at social media and then we have this, we have this, unnatural mm-hmm. expectation that what we see in everybody's picture is what we want for our lives. Mm. We see these two girls, they're vacationing in the Maldives. Oh, my friendship group, da 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 da. Why isn't God allowing da 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 da? But guess what? God has placed people in your lives that maybe in 2019 you will not be vacationing in the Maldives. But if you listen to his voice, and you allow your relationships to strengthen in the proper manners, mm-hmm. 
in 2020, Honey, you might be you might be owning like a villa, um, a villa in the Maldives. <laughs> that people who were in 2019 vacationing now they're going to be renting from you. Like these are the types of relationships that God is building for you. Mm-hmm. But you have to allow yourself and you have to grant yourself the okay. Mm-hmm. You have to grant yourself the permission to not only hear it, but to be about it. And you have to grant yourself the permission to understand that as you're going to be about it and as God is moving in your lives, not everybody is going to be yeah. going there with you. Because that's the thing, like you just said that part of what you said, I'm taking out for I'm sorry, guys, we're preaching to y'all today. Oh, yeah. Okay. There's Woo-hoo! a passage in the Bible that says, you know, you know, and if you're supposed to bear fruit, even if you the branch, uh, the vine bear fruit, he's, they still go through a pruning process. Mm-hmm. So what you're going through, even when you're making, they're making wine, they go through a process of pruning. They go through a process of pressure, even diamond. Mm-hmm. You know, they go through a process of pressure. I feel like a lot of us, we log into social media because right now I'm in the season where I'm, God is processing me for my next season. Mm-hmm. He is pruning me. He's preparing me for my next season. And I go on social media, so now I'm comparing my season of pruning and preparation with this person's season of harvest. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking that they're better than me. Yeah. When I'm not realizing that maybe they didn't show their process of, of pruning. They didn't yep. show that they, they, they process of preparation. You didn't see that. People only show the yeah. harvest. They only show the, that they, they pick and they get the success. They don't show you the process they don't show you what they had to go through to get to where they are so now you're looking at one picture you're not aware that this picture went through like 20 different apps before it gets to that yep you know lighting filter this and this and that or you're looking at this person on vacation not knowing that they maybe they they've been saving five years for this vacation Mm -hmm. you don't know that you know, you look at this person getting married, but in reality, you don't know that this person is only getting married for the social media. They're not really happy in general. Exactly. You don't know that. So yeah. now you're comparing your, yourself to a picture. Literally a picture. Like, that's what it is, a picture. Yeah. And you don't know what this person had to go through. And that to me, that's insanity. That's yeah. crazy as fuck to me. <laughs> like, that's the, crazy. Honestly, we can sit here and say that Alcohol is a type of poison. Drugs are definitely a type of poison. But comparison in our day is one of the biggest poisons out there. Because comparison allows us to feel the need to make certain relationships that are unhealthy for our being. Mm -hmm. Because of comparison. Now, I'm not knocking anyone's hustle. If a sugar daddy is what you want. Bruh, Shit. if it works for you and it gets your student told, loans paid. I told paid, my boyfriend the other day, listen, I'm telling you. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> but like, comparison. I'm not with you for your looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. no, but like comparison will have you making certain toxic links that will poison everything else that God is placing in your life. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about God is He will allow you to make certain mistakes and he will forgive it. Mm -hmm. And he will withhold the blessing until you are ready and willing to receive it. But he also places these people in your lives 
that will help you along the process mm-hmm. that will bless you along even the process. Even the seasonal people. Exactly. And it's okay to go through it. It's okay to go through the seasons of having a bad friend or having a bad relationship. Mm-hmm. And you have to forgive yourself. You got to learn from it. And I think that's exactly you learn gotta... yourself, learn and forgive yourself through the process. Yeah. Because to be honest with you, just to kind of go away for a little while, like, I'm the type of person, I stay in touch with some of my exes. Some of my exes are some of my biggest supporters now. Because at that moment in time, growing up, the things that you are learning, that you believe you're prepared for, Mm -hmm. those seasons, I went through it. And now I'm looking back, I knew nothing about what a relationship was supposed to be. I knew nothing about what love was. I was trying to make them something that they weren't. And they wanted something out of me that I couldn't give. But now, being that we're older, we're wiser, I've met people that have opened my eyes to new experiences. I'm able to go back and be like, hey, I forgive myself for for wanting from you what you could not give to me. Oh, child. I just said, I said that the other day to someone because she was talking, this person was actually one of my exes. He was like, I don't listen how you don't hate me. And I was like, why would I hate you? Exactly. I'm like, you just didn't have the capacity to love me the way I needed to be loved in that season and the way that I meant to be loved in the way, the love that God promised me. Exactly. Like the love that God promised me, you couldn't give me. And that's okay. And that's okay. That's completely fine. I don't it's, hate you. Exactly. Like you, I, I learned something from you. I learned that I'm not going to compromise that love that God promised me. I'm not going to compromise who I am. Just so, just so I can take some pictures on social for social media and say and, that I'm in a relationship. And it's just the same thing. And that's thing. that's not who I am. I'm real. I realized that the love that I was seeking was within me as well. Mm-hmm. I was that love because God, you know, God is love, and He created me, so I'm that love. And you just—it doesn't matter how much I loved you, you still didn't have the capacity to love me the way I'm supposed to. Exactly. And it's okay. And it's perfectly it's okay. Completely okay. We have to learn how to forgive people. And we have to learn how to forgive ourselves. That's a whole different topic, child. It's a whole whole different topic. Forgiveness. But... Because a lot of you are walking around here with high blood pressure, (laughs) heart issues, because y'all can't forgive. You know, forgiveness is actually good for your wellness. The thing is, the reason why I brought up the forgiveness is because we have to learn how to do that in order to have these healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. We can't keep holding on to these things because at times... When that seasonal person is in your life, they have given you everything that they've got. Mm-hmm. It may not have been everything that you wanted. It may not have been everything that you needed, but they gave you everything that they've got. And it's okay once that journey ends, whether it's abruptly, mm-hmm. whether it's by strain, it's okay. Because in the time that you were each other's backbones Mm -hmm. and the time that you were each other's everything you got out of them and they got out of you the intended purpose Mm -hmm. everything has a purpose in your life so don't try to prolong it to the point that you're going to be upset because you're feeling as though you need more but Mm -hmm. what if the person doesn't have more to give and then prolonging it is also going to cause you suffering Mm -hmm. in the process because they're not 
there for that. That's not what they're even That's like when you are, you know, um, you when you're a farmer, there's a time that you gotta like you know, there's a time that you you gotta pick up what you planted. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's the same. The Bible says that you say you know, there's a time for everything and under the, <laughs> the sun, there's a time for everything. There's a time for you to lose. There's a time for you to gain. To there's a time. Gain. For, there's a time for death and there's time for for you for for, for rebirth for yeah. life. There's a time for everything, and I just feel like for this. Our generation, we are just such a microwave generation, just instant gratification of, of generation that we're supposed to be happy 24-7. And that's not life. And if we're not happy 24-7, this person... And, you know, as also we lack um, unconditional love because mm. our relationships are, what can you do for me? As long as you stop producing, I stop loving you. Yeah. And there's this, I, there's, you know, as long as you stop being what I wanted you to be in my life, I no longer love you. Mm-hmm. Now I'm casting you to the side. And now we, I am gossiping about you. Now I am tarnishing your name. Now you, you ain't shit. Now you ain't shit. Now you are a terrible friend. Now you are all of that. No one can ever end a friendship of grace anymore. No. You know, can we just end a friendship of grace? Like, yeah, we just grew apart. But we have to back, especially women, and I said that a lot in women. Men, they can to, uh, yeah, you know, like, we just, you know, what's up with you? Oh, no, we just fell out. That's it. Women, who, child, they are going to make sure everybody know what you did to them. And in reality, it's what you did, they did to you. So now you're the bad guy, mm. you know, but it's just this idea that, you know, everything's supposed to be perfect and at every time in every relationship it's the same thing when people go into marriages and just romantic it's not just friendship and i just Mm -hmm. feel like that's why a lot of people tend to break up so fast over things that they could fix it's like oh i'm going into this relationship because i need this person to (laughs) be something that cannot be for you you Mm -hmm. cannot ask something for me that you don't give that you don't have exactly Perfection is an illusion. It is. Perfection is a lie. Perfection is an illusion. And until you're able to figure this out and internalize that realization, you're going to go through situations that you're going to ask yourself why, how, when, where. But it all starts within. Yeah. You cannot expect from me something that you cannot, you do not possess yourself. Exactly. And something that you cannot give me and that's the thing because i feel like a lot of us we go into these relationships expecting this person to be compassionate when we're not compassionate to ourselves or to other people we expect them to be to show empathy yeah i don't even know what empathy is Mm. sympathy and empathy Empathy two different things two different things and not even vulnerability like a lot of uh, a lot of us have this we have no idea to be like this conversation that we're having is Vulnerable. It's vulnerable. Mm-hmm. It's we we think vulnerability is this awful thing when in reality you know vulnerability it takes courage it's to be strength. vulnerable. It's strength. Oh my gosh! It so, takes so much strength. No, I like for me it's just having those relationships where like for example like um last week one of my friends texted me Nisha she texted me and she's like hey how you doing I said girl <laughs> this week has been tough. It's been tough mm-hmm. but i'm doing okay i'm seeing my therapist i'm doing great i'm i'm meditating i think i needed some time away and i'm not feeling 
The old Vanessa wouldn't do that. No. Like, yeah, I'm good, girl. I'm good. Everything is fine. I'm doing great. Yeah, great. A1. Perfect. Yeah, great. But now I can be vulnerable with the people who deserve that. I'm not mm-hmm. going to be vulnerable with just anybody. With anybody. Now. No, you, just be honest. you have to protect your peace. And telling everybody and everyone who's willing to listen your business, that's not protecting your peace. Yeah, I'm not going to tell everybody my business. There's certain things like I had a vulnerable moment with my boyfriend because, like, I am a former self sabotager. <laughs> I was trying to hold this. Is that a word? Is that a word? A former self sabotager. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. Can you please explain? So. Whenever things get to, for me, I think I'm so used to being unhappy or people doing me wrong, especially in romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm always waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oh, okay. So before the other shoe drop, I would just dip because I'm afraid of being hurt. So, but in this relationship, it's it's been different. It's been this. It's like, I can say it's like my first grown-up relationship. Okay. Where I'm not running away. I am going at it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, like, listen, this is how I'm feeling. Can, let's talk about it. Let's, like, Brene Brown said, let's rumble in vulnerability. Oh, <laughs> let's just sit here. Vanessa is rumbling in vulnerability, people. <laughs> let's just have this conversation. And for some reason, having, I was having a really hard time. I was having a lot of anxiety. And I couldn't find out where my anxiety was coming from. And I wasn't sleeping well and all of these different things. And then finally, it hit me. I was like, oh, okay. I think, I'm waiting for the chew to drop. Yeah, I am waiting for the... This is this is too good to be true. Mm. But why put a time limit on happiness, though? Yeah, so I'm sitting there like, I'm like, this is too good to be true. Something's about to happen. I'm going to be hurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm freaking out. <laughs> oh, my God. He's going to hurt me. Oh, my... Like, I'm... F- literally, I'm thinking... I'm making the scenario in my head on why I was not deserving. hmm I literally... I'm sitting there like, I'm not deserving. This is going to... Oh, my God. He's going to realize that he's too good for me. Oh, <laughs> Who am I to deserve this? All of it. And then finally, I was just like, and also is the fact that I'm in a relationship where I'm not showing up the way that I used to show up in my past relationships. Mm-hmm. I used to show up in a way that was, I don't need you. But I'm being vulnerable in this relationship where I'm trusting someone to, if I fall, he's going to catch me. Mm-hmm. I'm all in, in this. And when you're all in, you have a lot to you lose. You have a lot to lose. And yeah. I've never been all in with anybody that I've ever dated. If mm-hmm. y'all, if you're an ex listening, I'm not sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm just She's not. She's not sorry. <laughs> I'm just not. I've never been all in where, and I think this is why it's always been so easy for me to get over mm-hmm. my exes because I've never been like I would literally give them enough just to keep them interested. Okay. <laughs> Oh my god. But this one, this but one this knows one, the raw. Yeah. He I knows was, the good, the bad, the up, the down. He, it's raw. Yeah. There's and no just, makeup to it. No. No covering. No. No animated. Mm-mm. I'm it's showing up as Vanessa. Like just me. Mm-hmm. The Vanessa who's been broken and is now going through her journey of becoming whole. And just that Vanessa. I'm showing up like that. And that Vanessa that's like, yes, I'm strong. But God damn, I need somebody sometimes. Mm-hmm. 
you know i don't i and don't want to okay. drive every all the time you know this thing i need somebody to be able to can i give you the keys you can drive you know the vanessa that's like you know what i i, I want to be taken care of emotionally physically all of it yeah. I, you know all of it so i'm showing up in that way so that it freaked me out but that <laughs> but the thing is that's what a healthy relationship is that's what a healthy relationship is that's what a healthy relationship needs. You don't need to have all of that covering. And it's okay to be vulnerable. It's okay for you to need someone. We all need someone. And We're that's fed. the thing. Because yeah. I've, I've gone through a life with, like I said to him, when we had the, finally, I had the conversation with him. Finally. I was like, I don't, I just blew it out. <laughs> and he's just sitting there like, I swear he was probably, he was going to like, are you crazy? But he didn't. And, but I was just like, he's like, I get it. And I was like, you do? He's like, yeah, I get it. You used to only to have nobody have your back. You go through life thinking that no Hold one has your up. back. Wait a minute. I've had you. I'm just playing. <laughs> and he's like, you know, you used to just going through life like it's you against the world. Yeah. You're not. He's like, but babe, I'm, I'm here. I got you. You're not going through this by yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. And I was just like. But are you? <laughs> he said, I am. And I was just like, he's like, have I ever made you feel like I'm not? No. Sing. So you had nothing to worry about. <laughs> You're losing sleep. Child, I was going through it. And finally, I had the conversation with him. I was like, listen, I this is how I'm feeling. And just really being vulnerable. And I'm like, this is how I'm feeling. And I feel like I'm, I have a lot to lose here, bro. <laughs> got a lot to lose <laughs> he's like me too i'm all in this with you too so i got a lot to lose too we both got a lot to lose but mm-hmm. we're gonna make sure that we're not losing okay yep. okay he's like are you are you feeling better now yes i am <laughs> and every relationship every relationship like requires a certain amount of vulnerability yeah as a friend i don't want to be with someone who's always hard all the time and guess what sometimes it's just somebody's personality to be strong Mm -hmm. but the strongest person in your team needs that checkup the strongest person in your team will have a weak moment so that vulnerability bam it's needed it's healthy it's required in order for us to be able to move forward in a relationship if i'm always trying to walk on eggshells Mm -hmm. with you if i have to like make everything pretty in order for you to understand me Mm -hmm. that's not healthy we need to be able to go at it raw we need to be able to talk things out without me fearing that you're going to judge me before understanding just put it on do you hear me or do you understand me me. and that's the thing like you got to be able to just Put it all on the table. That's part of vulnerability. And I feel like for me, my relationship is just putting it on the table. And it's kind of like a puzzle. And I I put my piece and he put his piece and we're just kind of like going through them together. Mm-hmm. And eventually we have the bigger picture together. And I'm just like, hmm, I see it now. And I'm okay. And he's like, yeah, I see. I see what you bought. Mm-hmm. And I see what you bought to the table. And we're just kind of like bumbling in it together and just really trying to make sense of it all together. And not just kind of like having your your wall up and be like, what are you trying to say? Mm-hmm. You know, and I and to me, I'm glad I didn't get that. Like I feel like, you know, I was expecting that for some reason. I was expecting him That's to what be you're like used to. Yeah, I'm used to that. But I've also never been that vulnerable with anybody else before. But that for some reason I was expecting that to be like for him to take it to 
you know, but instead he was just like, okay, empty your bag. <laughs> We're going to go through this together. Yeah. We're going to make sense of this together. And we need that in any relationship, whether it is a platonic relationship, friendship, or just a working relationship, like professional relationship, mm-hmm. and just being able to just put it all on the table and just go through it together. Yeah. And because we all bring a different perspective, we all bring something different to the table, but eventually it's all going to make sense. If you sit there and bring understanding and just non-judgmental, uh-huh. but just bring you and be vulnerable and bring empathy Yeah. and be willing to listen and also be willing to be wrong. And you also have to be willing, once you've done this, as you're putting the pieces together, mm-hmm. when they start to not fit, oh yeah, you have to be willing and able to say, hey, listen. This doesn't fit. This doesn't fit. And as much as I love you, mm-hmm. I have to love myself more. Mm-hmm. Or as much as I love you, I can't be available to you to certain capacities, but that doesn't mean I'm going to completely tear away my connection to you. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't fit, it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. fit. And that's that's true because sometimes it fits and you're just like, huh, I see it. But sometimes, you know, you I bring what I bring to the table, you bring what you bring, and we all put it together, trying to make it fit. And then all of a sudden, we're like... We're jamming <laughs> jam- things in. But guess what? Once you jam it in there, at some point, the pressure gonna break. is going to break it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's very important that no matter where and what type of relationship in life that you do have, once you are able to have that conversation of, this is what I bring this is what I'm hoping that you're able to bring. Mm-hmm. If it gets to the point that, yes, you both are heading the same direction, mm-hmm. then that's amazing. That's great. You, you go through it. It's great because at the end of the tunnel, you see that light. But if... Because I've been there where we try to make things work and eventually... It doesn't hurt. work. You just... It, it, yeah, it just, just doesn't trying fit. to hold on because of familiarity or I've known you for a long time. And I think that's a lot of time. That's why a lot of people stay in friendships because we've been friends for 10, 20 years or I've been with this guy for 10, 20 years. So I feel like we're supposed to be together. But at the end of the day, you don't owe anybody anything. Like we've both put in our fair share and I don't owe you, you don't owe me. The thing is, we are both here together willingly. It's not out of you owing me anything. It's not out of, oh, this is what you deserve. Yeah. At the end of the day, if it doesn't fit, you cannot force yeah. it to fit. And that's the thing, like, because people feel like, especially when you're talking about romantic relationships, mm-hmm. oh, I put in all this work. And? And somebody else is going to get... Yo, well, I've been there. I I've have... Been... I, okay, so I'm gonna take my and back. I'm a. I can now. I've been there. I can now say and because of the fact that I have been there. But lucky enough for me in my cases, I have realized that all that I put in, nobody asked of me to put in. I am the type of person. Exactly. This is me. I am the type of person. I when I love, I love hard, and. It's okay if you're not loving me back, but I just have this amount of love in me that I want to share, that I want you to feel. And maybe it's my nurturing side. Maybe it's my naiveness. But I have learned from it that 
they didn't ask for it exactly and as much time as i put in if it's not right it's not right because i could have put in the time and the person could have decided you know what she did all of this let me continue being with her but Mm. are we truly happy no at some point we're gonna look at each other and one of us is gonna be like yo I compromised way, way too, too much, much for this. And it's probably going to be the other person. Yeah. Because the other person felt like I had to be, yes, I'm not happy, but she's so loving. She's so loving. She's she always was been there. there for me. Oh when my. Whenever I, I have a car, I know you wouldn't do that. But somebody who's listening has done that and is doing that. I know I didn't have a car, but she let me use her car. And I dropped her off work and I took my, her car. Away. But listen, yo, you know what? I'm going to admit this to you guys. In one of my relationships... It was blatantly clear that this man was not able to love me the way I needed to be loved. Mm -hmm. But guess who was holding on to my bank card? Yes. No, you didn't do that. Yes, I did. You lying. Yes, I did. I didn't know that. Girl, I'm not proud of it, but now you know. And I should punch you in the face. You should. (laughs) I I would deserve it. But at that moment in time, my bank card. Like he has your pin number? He had my pin number. He had my bank card. So he didn't use it too? Listen to this. Listen to this. Listen (laughs) to this. And at that moment in time, I was so I was so desperate to keep that connection. Wow. To keep that relation that Anything he had needed or wanted, you would have given it I to would him. have given to him, compromising myself. I remember being on campus. This was um the previous college I went to, not the one that we were at <laughs> together. Okay, so I don't know what you're so, talking about. So, probably not. Um, But at that moment in time, knowing that we were not where we needed to be, I was so desperate for that connection, so desperate for him to be happy. And maybe if I was the one who made him happy, then he would he stick would around. I would be on campus and I would not have a dime on me. I would ha- not have a dime. But this man had my bank card with all of my money on it. This is me in desperation of trying to keep a connection that was not meant for me. Because at a certain point in time, I put the two together that he equals loved. Mm. He was loved. He loved me at a certain point in time that I didn't love myself. Mm -hmm. That I just thought that he was loved. But no, he was put in my life to show me that even though at this moment in time, you cannot love yourself. This person sees something in you. Mm You are lovable. And that was the lesson I was supposed to be learning. But I just thought, oh, he was the only one who could love me. He was the only one who could be there. So I did every little desperate thing that I thought would keep us. And guess what? He's not even the man that I'm with now. But, you know, desperation has a way of, you know, I'm not saying that this person did that. But I don't want to call him that. Listen. (laughs) I don't want to call him that. But people who are dare to take advantage you know they of they see the vulnerability you know they take advantage of that that you you don't love yourself and when we don't love ourselves the way that we're supposed to love ourselves we allow people me- mediocre love to show us that you know oh that's how that's what love is when in reality it's not you know what's funny me and this person now are really great friends. I think I know what you're talking about then. Me and him are really... (laughs) I'll tell you the name afterwards, (laughs) but I feel like you have somebody else in mind. But me and this person now are really great friends. 
And I went through the idea of maybe he was taking advantage of me. Mm. But this person, that is his characteristics. He finds broken things and tries to fix them. And I just made it available to him. Because mm. at that moment in time, he was going through a lot. And I made my resources available so to him. So it's kind of like you... It's like a magnet in a way. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I get we it. We were opposites trying to attract. Try. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But, but child, we definitely could not. Your, ma- your, your shmoney? Bruh, listen. <laughs> listen, my shmoney. Your shmoney? My shmoney. Yeah, not my shmoney. No. Nah, no. my shmoney. Mm-hmm. I made that available to him. No, not and my shmoney. Even now. My pussy, yeah, but not my shmoney. <laughs> At that moment in time, he could have had anything he wanted, when he wanted it, how he wanted it. No, but the thing about it is, though, that was a learning experience. Yeah, it was. And my group of women that were around me while I was in school, they were like, hey, listen, the person that you are with him and the person that you are with us Mm -hmm. and the person that you describe you want to be in the future, that is not you. Something here is not like the other. And that was where I started realizing myself. That's where I started learning more. And I'm like, you know what? If that's what it takes in order for someone to be in my life. Yeah, I don't want it. The, I don't want it. Take it. And that's and, the thing. Like having people in your life like for that will hold you accountable. Like oh, for yeah. example, you know, you can't come to me as a friend and say, you know, what? I want to, you know, I wanna, I, I'm trying to be married. I want to have kids. Or not even that. I want this career. And you're slacking at your current job. You are not going to work. Or you say that you want a committed relationship, but you are walking around having one night stands. It's Mm -hmm. just really positioning yourself for who you say that you want. I saw a, a meme on social media that says, you know, find, find out who you want to be and start showing up as her. Yep. Because you gotta show up as that person. Mm-hmm. You know, until this happens for me, like you know, I'm. If you're believing in God for, you know, we've <laughs> for this amazing career, stop speak. Start speaking that over your life. Amen. You know, stop. You know, for me, honey, I spend my days on Zillow looking for half a million dollar houses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Can I afford half a million dollars right now? Not right Absolutely now. Absolutely not. But guess but what? One day, one day I'm liking them. Oh, this is a nice neighborhood. Oh, what what kind of school system do they have? Hmm, good school system. Mm-hmm. Great. That's the neighborhood I want to live in. Child, let me tell you very quick. <laughs> I have a million dollar mindset, even though I don't have a million dollar right now. But I got a million dollar mindset, exactly. and the people around me also have the same mindset yeah like i remember i had a, a someone that i was connected to i'm not friends with anymore mm-hmm. but i remember saying something along the line that i'm going to be the first haitian woman billionaire and she laughed oh hell no and you see and that's that's an indication that this person doesn't have enough faith in you when when somebody <laughs> says something like that you're like girl wow. Shit, take me with you, Listen, <laughs> like, I just remember who was with you <laughs> at the gym. You know, like, when you flex it, remember to allow me to flex, too. Or better like... yet, we're going to be flexing together. Like, yes, I like that. I'm going a, I'm to a take a page out no, of your book. this was like... <laughs> but anyway, it's changed the subject. That's too dismissive. The thing is, show me your friends. 
show me your company and I will show you who you are. And to have someone in your corner that's literally not in your corner, that is self-sabotage. But also having people who support. Like I had like, you know, for me, when we're talking about friendship, it's just supporting your friends. And I feel like a lot of people are willing to spend money at Chanel, Louis Vuitton. But Mm -hmm. let's say a friend started a t-shirt business. Oh, it's too much. Oh, can I get a friendship discount? Please. Oh, or better yet, like how do you expect free things for your friends when they, they have bills as well? But you have you don't walk into Target and ask for free shit. Mm-mm. You don't walk, and it's always the people that are don't have a problem dropping thousands of dollars at them white designers who don't give a fuck about them. Mm-hmm. But then you have a friend who has a business. All of a sudden, you know it's too expensive. Yeah. Now, now you care about your money. Now, now you're penny pinching. But you walk in and bought a perfume for $150. But your friend is selling a facial scope for $20. And no, that's a little bit too, too much. much. And you know what? I'd rather use that because my face is used to it. I had somebody say that to me mm. when I was selling my skincare products. Like, it was more of, yeah, uh, uh, sorry. Yeah. Or you start a podcast. Or you and you, your little podcast. Oh, I don't listen to podcasts. Oh, I, I, I listen to this podcast already. Oh, oh yeah, I got this going and I can't come to your event. Is this really your friend? Like, is this... I'm not saying you're going to be able to show up and everything, doing, but if you can't come, at least promote the event for that person. Oh, yeah. If you can't buy a shirt because you don't have the money to buy a shirt, at least promote it for them. I'm telling you. The thing about it is the smallest act could mean the biggest thing. Yep. Like... I may not be able to be there, but I'm, oh, you best know the little social media I have, I have. <laughs> I'm posting it. Or better yet, word of mouth doesn't cost anything. Yeah, tell other people, hey, I, I think you might benefit from this. My friend is doing this. Like, I have people who I support I'm not even friends, friends with, mm-hmm. but I see them as other black women trying to do something. I'm reposting your page. I am supporting your blog. I'm reading your blog. I am going on your website to give you traffic. I am listening to your podcast because you are another black creative. You are another black woman who is do- who's doing something. And yep. I support you and I see you. We- I don't need to have, to, like, I don't need to need something from you for me to support Just you. To, it doesn't cost you anything. And the thing about it, too, is for my black women listening We've been poisoned against each other. Mm. Oh, she's darker skin. I'm lighter skin. Child, or, oh, there. she lighter skin. I'm darker skin. Oh, she's her hair is this. Her hair. Like, we've been poisoned against each other. And the world is poisoned against us. The mm. way we're portrayed in social media. The way we're portrayed in media itself. Self, mm-hmm. If we do not take it upon ourselves to lift our sisters then no one else is going to do it because everything has been stacked against us so if it doesn't cost you anything Mm. just for a word of mouth what's stopping you competition but if (laughs) the thing about it is that's because if i the thing about it is a lot of a lot of us have this mentality 
that there's not enough to go around for everyone to hear. But there is. But there is. But <laughs> it's like it's the same idea now. Like everybody's trying to go after money, 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 and then you hear this person is dying of hunger. This person just died because mm-hmm. they didn't have treatment. But yet there's certain others who just have money and they're spending they it in the it. dumbest of ways. There's enough out there for everybody to eat. I agree. And once, and guess what? Even if you decide, I'm going to starve the shit out of you so I can make myself better, there's one way or another I'm you gonna... cannot, you cannot dim the shine that the Almighty has already blessed upon someone. But your purpose, no one can stop you. Nobody from could bless, like nobody could, um, exactly, no one can stop you from fulfilling your purpose. So would you rather be known as that person who got to the top by making sure everybody else was just starving? Mm. Or would you rather for your legacy to be, yo, this woman, even though she hadn't made it yet, mm-hmm. she gave me the knowledge. She gave me the connection. She gave me the encouragement mm-hmm. to get to where I need to be. It's like, we don't have to be friends. It, we don't have you. to be, we don't have to like each other, but I'm not going to sit here and wish ill thoughts against you because at the end of the day we're both on different grinds and that's the thing even if it's the same thing even if it's the same let, let's say that we are in the same industry mm-hmm. but i bring something different to the table exactly i have a different perspective you have a different blessing for a different person like we are not all here colored the same it's not black or white yeah because i've been there where like when i started her tonic someone said to me you know it's too i can't support you because it's too similar to what i'm doing and i don't you know and stuff like that but at the end of the day what you're doing and what i'm doing they might be similar but they're different because i bring a different perspective i bring my story i bring me and you bring you. you you bring your journey my journey and your journey are not the same and now imagine right if that person had the mentality of, yo, that's great. Let's One collaborate. Day, let's collaborate. You will be able to reach. Take over a, the city. I'm telling wow. you, you're <laughs> reaching a wider, you're reaching, a, like, your space yeah. is going to grow because now more people could relate. Exactly. So even though you have another person that is on the same flow as you, no one can do what, what you, you do, do exactly better than you. Exactly. You're going to be bringing different perspective. You're going to bring a different audience. Yeah. And then if you ever do that collaboration, you bring you're going together. to bring everyone together. Yeah. That's a bigger network. And you take That's over. A... That's what like if you imagine all of us get together, black women, we just get together. We can take over this world, honey. Because black women, we are creative we are great we are just freaking amazing we are the best thing but sliced bread but you know that's why everything has been stacked against us that's because true. when the greatness comes together it can break down walls yeah it, oceans we'll break that are just puddles really. of course of course so the only way to contain that is to make everything a competition but you cannot go through life just competing yeah i don't see any you're gonna be tired i don't see black women like for me i see black women as i've never met a black woman that i want to compete with absolutely not better yet you should not meet one person you want to absolutely not. exactly like are you crazy i bring something else to the table i bring 
a different story. I bring a different perspective. We all, you know, experience life differently. So I don't see anyone that, you know, I'd rather be. Like, why? Like, I don't, exactly. I don't, like, everything that I've been through in this life really is preparing me for this. You think I'm just going to, absolutely not. Because when you compare yourself, then you're going to see this person is doing it better than you. And then you're not going to really fulfill your, your purpose. No. Because you're going to get afraid. Yeah. You're going to be afraid. You're going to become discouraged. You're going to start thinking, well, if she's already doing it, then what's the point of me doing it? Nobody's going to listen to me. Like, look but- at Rihanna. Like, she literally, Rihanna, like, was a pop star. And she does. She could have said, you know what? Yeah, there's a bunch of makeup artists. There's a bunch of makeup stuff. I'm not going to start. When she started one. And look mm-hmm. at, honey, I, I wear Fenty. And you wear Fenty. I wear Fenty because you made me <laughs> buy Fenty. And I'm not going to lie. It's one of the best it's investments that I put in. But the thing about it also, I'm telling you guys, there is power in realizing competition isn't necessary. It's not. Create when your you, own lane. When you're competing, you know what you do? You take the focus off of your success. Yep. Just so you could either outdo or sabotage so I agree. It's working towards the healthy inward then to outward. I agree. You work from the inside out because your happiness, your fulfillment comes from your you. peace, it's all inward in out. It's in you. And what you attract is honestly what you're giving out. Yes. Cause anything negative, I always say this to people. Darkness and light cannot coexist within the same vessel. Mm -hmm. So if you are putting out negative energy, you will gain negative energy. But a lot of people, they feel like I'm supposed to, you know, the world, they they feel like the world owes them something. The world owes you nothing. No one owes you anything. Nobody owes you nothing. Not love, not friendship. Not peace. Not time. Not time. I don't owe you. Not a listening ear. I owe you You nothing. nothing. Like I said, like as far as boundaries, I said uh, the last post I posted on social media about time. And I I, I posted different things about boundaries. And I said, when it comes to money, I ain't got it. (laughs) (laughs) When it comes to time, I ain't got it either. You know, but like for me, but when it comes to like the people in my life, I create time for them and I get like, I have boundaries. Like, listen, yeah, you, okay. You have an event for three hours, but you know what? I've been working six days this week and I just need some time. So I'm going to show up to the event. I'm going to give you 45 minutes. Mm. 45 minutes. I'm going to be there for you. I'm going to show up for 45, but I cannot give you three hours. And you got, and that person got to be appreciative because at the end of the day, I said no. You, exactly. <laughs> you could have said no. And it's like, yes, you're only, you're only giving me 45 minutes, but that 45 minutes could have been 45 minutes that you could have traveled from work to home to rest. But a lot of people don't get that. They feel like, oh yeah, like, for example, there's, you know, there's someone that I drove hours to be there for and the fact that i couldn't stay long because i was not feeling well that day but i still did it i i did it i i I went to be there for them and i was like you know i'm not feeling well i was there for like a few hours i think like two to three hours but i drove like three hours Mm -hmm. to be there and they felt some type of way oh well you couldn't stay you know but i showed up 
I showed up. I put mm-hmm. gas in my car. I was not feeling well. I showed up. Yeah. But for that person, it wasn't enough. But you think I'm going to be doing that for you again? Absolutely not, because you're not appreciative. I'm not going to... But also, at the same time, I didn't have to. Exactly. I didn't have to Nobody show Nobody asked you. Well, they asked she you. Did. But, but I you didn't, didn't have to. I could to. have said, you, you know no. what? I'm not feeling well. You know what? I'm coming down for cold. I really felt like shit that day. I was like, I'm not feeling well. But I put on my, my big girl panties and I was there for you. Mm-mm. But, you know, she, she couldn't stay fucking. Listen. But, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like, if someone is listening right now, the idea is, this is not something that's going to happen overnight. No, it takes There's time. certain levels and certain seasons and certain mm-hmm. things that you're going to want to do mm-hmm. is going to take time for you're not going to wake up tomorrow and be like you know what no 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 no, 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 no. no. it takes no. time it's not good it doesn't happen you're going to have to learn how to be comfortable in saying no mm-hmm. you're going to have to learn when it's appropriate to say no because it's no. not always appropriate That's as, true. as horrible as it sounds we're <laughs> telling you to say no but it's not always appropriate to say no i agree there's certain things so, there's certain things and especially with, since we're talking about friendships mm-hmm. there's certain moments that you you just you gotta be there you just gotta be there <laughs> you gotta be there and <laughs> at times if there. you can't be there you better make sure you have exhausted every, every single, single freaking option out there, there in order to be there. And if you can't make it, finally be like, hey, I tried. I did, but I really can't do it. But let me make it up it. to you. Let me, let me make it exactly. up to you. And don't, like, don't, go, don't take this, what we say here, and just be a dick to your friend. Yeah, like, like that's <laughs> not the point. The point is that you know the boundaries that you're able to explain those boundaries you're able you're able to help your friends understand them Mm. and why they're important you could even assist your friend in coming up with their own boundaries but the idea is to have a relationship where both people are able to pour into each other Mm -hmm. without being left empty i agree i definitely agree with that <laughs> because a lot of time we just you know don't be that friend who is walking around here angry at her sister you know because you couldn't communicate Mm-mm. you know don't be that friend who's holding grudges against your sister because you couldn't communicate because you feel like you've been taking advantage of when you had you you know like Brene Brown said clear is kind unclear is unkind a lot of us are you're not being clear be clear like literally, I'm 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 one of those people. I'm very clear these days with mm-hmm. my communication. I'm very clear on how I can show up in your life, how I cannot show up in your life. I do that in all of my relationships because I'm being intentional in this season of my life where I know, okay, I cannot give this at this um part of you energy, but I can be there here. Yeah. You know, um. And it's not just in my relationship with my sister. It's also in my relationship with my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Like, I can show up here for you, but I cannot show up here for you. And he does the same with me. You know, hey, babe, listen. For real, yeah, I can't be there. Like, I wanted him to be... For example, yesterday, I there was an event at my old job. They were having a 5K to raise money for sexual assault survivors. And, and I worked there for years. And I, and I was like, you know, I wanted him to go with me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, babe... um, my friend's birthday is this weekend and i see you more than i see them so i can't go okay have fun yeah no problem 
you know, have fun. And he, he's right. Like, he sees his he sees me more than he sees his friends. The last time you saw them was in January for his birthday. Damn. <laughs> so he doesn't see them. And I see him, like, four days out of the week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I see him. So, you know, um, you know, the selfish part of me, because I said, oh, my God, you know, I want you to be there. You're not showing. But there's a lot of time that he's been there for me. He shows up for me all the time. Yeah. You know, for my events, he shows up. And... You know, in all these different ways after work, he's there for me. Just but that one time he couldn't. That's okay. Yeah. No problem. Have fun, babe. Enjoy your time. And the entire time, honey, I did not text him. I didn't blow up his phone. Have fun. Exactly. Understanding (laughs) is a two-way street. We're asking you to verbalize what you want. And need. And need. And expect. Yes. But we're also asking you to open up your ears to when your friends are saying to you, hey, I can't give you this Mm -hmm. the way you're asking for it, but I could give it to you like this. this. Mm -hmm. Let's see how that works. Okay, cool. Or you know what? That doesn't work for me. Let's see. It's like it's open communication but a lot of people they just what about the people that just like this is what i want and i want it now well this is not life this is not life life is not what you want when you want it how you want it because if that was the case right now i would be a billionaire <laughs> off on an island with nobody around except people but that naked. i have invited Honey, booty naked right now like literally close it would be a situation so that just goes to show you life is not about what you want when you want it and how you want it life is about i hear you you hear me let's make this work together and if we can't make it work together i don't hate you i don't despise you but at this moment in time we just can't move forward yeah. in the same direction and even if we are moving forward in the same direction we're going to be on two different lanes two different paths on it because what about okay so we can close okay so what about the people that are just toxic the friends that are just like i wouldn't uh, i don't know if you guys um read this i wrote uh, a blog post about how to properly break up uh-huh with a friend a girlfriend okay you probably didn't read that yet. i haven't read it because <laughs> i i've just been at work but okay but so before i i give you my tips so how mm-hmm. do you break up with a girlfriend who's toxic I your feel tips my tips would be when it comes to the point of needing to break up with a friend that's toxic before you even get to the point of no longer speaking with the person mm-hmm. or actually doing the breaking up, you should tell the person respectfully about themselves. Like, hey, this is the reasons why I feel our friendship has to take a break. Mm-hmm. And until you are able to find a way to work through these issues, whether it's with professional assistance, mm-hmm. Until you're able to do that, I don't believe I can add any more to you. And since I can't add any more to you, it's an injustice Mm -hmm. because you deserve to be happy. But until you fix these things, I don't believe you can be happy. And I can't watch you just stay stagnant. Like you have to tell the person about themselves. You have to be able to encourage the person to want to change. Because if you just abruptly end it, that doesn't help anyone. Yeah. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, looking, of, no, I'm looking at you like, huh? No, it kind of goes with what I said on my blog post. Mm-hmm. Because I, for me, like I said, I, for me, I think that I'm a firm believer that people are able to, are capable of changing and evolving. Because yeah. look at me. <laughs> because child, if you knew me, even like a year ago. Listen, I've been perfect my whole life. so. <laughs> <laughs> like for the, the work that I've done. Yeah. You know, through therapy and really just working with myself because, like, I realized that I just wasn't showing up as my best self. Mm -hmm. And I know that there are times where I could have been a better friend to someone. Mm -hmm. Where there are times that, yeah, I just could have showed up in their lives, shown up in their lives in a different way. Okay. And I'm aware of that now. And, you know, I some of them I've made amends to. Some... You know, I I think most of them I have. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm one of those people that I'm very... In my journey, I've been able to say, hey, you know, I apologize. I know that you and I will probably never be friends again. But I was able to recognize... <laughs> the bullshit that you... <laughs> the bullshit! I was able to recognize where I went wrong in this friendship and I should have been a better friend to you. Yeah. Or what the fuck was that? I know. So continue. Sorry, (laughs) Sorry, guys. (laughs) All right. All right. We're back. We're back. We're back. back. Who's that? All right. But, you know, just being able to say, hey, listen, I was wrong. I get it. <laughs> I understand, but you don't have to forgive me, and I think that's the thing when we're talking about which is just a different episode we're gonna be. Hopefully, you can join us for that episode. Okay. Talking about forgiveness, um, for me, I've I've never apologized with the intent of, of somebody being forgiving. Forgiven. Yeah, like I'm apologizing because I realized where I went wrong and how I was toxic in your life, mm-hmm. and that's it yeah like and i feel like if you are apologizing to someone and your motive is to be forgiven you are basically if you want you are bribing this person for forgiveness so you can go back into their lives nah you need to go back to the drawing board Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's not how we do things but i really am a firm believer of people being able to evolve and change you know, just because you experienced me in a season where I was broken and I was angry doesn't mean that you won't be able to experience a different me. And I think a lot of us tend to, when once one per, this, that person, we experience this person in one way, we feel like that's all we know. We're committed to that person in that way. We don't give them a second chance. It's true. And I've been that person who don't give second chances. I've been the person to always give, give second chances. Well, that's true. Yeah. Like, I've given chances, but I feel like once I'm done, like, I've been that person that's kind of like, I'm always there to kind of like offer, like, communication. Like, I'm here, let's talk this through. If we can fix this friendship, I, I will. But there are friendships that over the years I don't have anymore. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in fixing. That's fine. And it's not because I don't love them. I feel like I, I wouldn't want to fix this friendship because I would like to start over and get to know you because you don't know me and I don't know you. Mm-hmm. Where I am right now, you don't know me. <laughs> and where you are right now, girl, I, I don't, don't know, know you. you. <laughs> it's just what it is. And I knew, I knew you in the past, but I don't know you now. 
So how can I fix a friendship when I don't know you? Yeah, it's like can you're having a conversation with a stranger about something that they have no clue. They they experienced it, but do you even remember? Do you yeah, because even... I have a friend like that, and you know who I'm talking about. You know, we were really, really close. That's like my sister. And, you know, things happened between us and we kind of drifted apart. And to be honest with you, like, we are two different people now. Like, two... I don't know her. Like, I don't know her. Like, I... Just a whole new person. I'm a new person. I'm just like, oh, child. Woo. This is a lot to take in. Yeah. You know? Um. So, I wouldn't say, like, in the future, I wouldn't be open to building rebuilding because i feel like there's no friendship at all right now there's this um understanding mm-hmm. <laughs> like so so we're good yeah that's it it's there's no friendship there's no i'm not gonna call this person and like okay. i would call yeah. you know but in the in the future maybe we can rebuild something okay. you know from the ground up yeah that makes sense um but like it was the same thing because i feel like people could change so i feel like what you said i said um, part of my article was like um it's I feel like it's important to have that conversation about how this person's behavior has impacted you. Mm-hmm. Before though I I don't believe in just ghosting. Yeah, I don't and believe just in that. like Not I'm just gonna black life. her. I'm gonna Not talk. Yeah. So I think, you know, I think once they're like I said, once they're aware of their toxic traits, two things can happen. One, they start their self-awareness and healing journey. Two, they say, well, that's how I am. Take it or leave it. Two things can happen. Yeah. But then you have to go into this conversation with the mindset that one of them is going to happen. Don't be like, oh, yeah, she's going to completely change. Because it doesn't always happen Because if it doesn't happen, you're going to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. And, And the thing about it is, like I said, again, in the article, like, even if you... This let's say that you tell this person, hey, you have hurt me. This is what happened. And I wouldn't say you hurt me. I would have said there are things that happened in our friendship that had made me uncomfortable or mm-hmm. felt hurt. I wouldn't, because when you say you hurt me, it's, it's a form more of blaming. Of a, yeah, it's like a form shaming. of blaming, a for, form of accusation. And mm-hmm. the first thing that will most likely happen this one is shut down. they're going to shut down and they're just going on the defense. The, yes. So you, I would go about it a different way. Like, you know, there are certain events in our friendship that has occurred that had made me either I felt hurt or uncomfortable. And I will, I'm bringing it to you. Yeah. And so even this, let's say that even this person said, you know what? I'm hearing you and I'm going to change it. The ball is still in your court. It's up to you to remain in this person's life. Mm-hmm. Just because this person say I'm going to change doesn't mean that you have to stay in their lives. Doesn't mean what they did to you, the hurt that they caused you, is now erased. It's, 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 it's not erased because they're going to start their journey. You could still say, "Listen, I'm glad you hurt me, but I need some time. Yeah, and I need you to. And they they respect your boundaries. They're going to give you that time." You know, I don't call me. I call you, sis. <laughs> don't so, don't yeah, don't say it like don't, that. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> but no ghosting. Also, like I said, no blaming. I think it's easier to point fingers than you know hold yourself accountable for realizing that this person was never going to show up in your life the way that you expected them to. Mm-hmm. Um, accountability is key. 
also, like I said, hold yourself accountable for the lack of boundaries. Hold yourself accountable for allowing their behavior to continue for so long. Mm-hmm. Because the moment you, you let somebody slide, I don't like anything slide in my life anymore. You let somebody slide slide once, now they're ice skating all over your boundaries. Listen, you call it out. <laughs> I'm call very, it out. I'm very big on respect, but there you do not have to be disrespectful in order to call out somebody's exactly. shit. Exactly. You really don't. So, yeah. I have a face-to-face conversation. Please don't do this over the phone because <laughs> over text. Phone. Yeah, I said I I go to Starbucks, girl. Let me let's meet at Starbucks. All right. So if she ever tells me <laughs> let's go to Starbucks, I'm just not gonna show up. She's all right. Cool. No, but you know, during the summer, Starbucks is my place that I. Oh, okay. Do things, all right. So. Cool. During the <laughs> summer, in the winter, if she asks me to go to Starbucks, I'm not going. <laughs> also, be open. You know, do yes. not go in there with your mind already made up. Make sure your ego is not present. Yes. Check your ego at the door. During the conversation, you might discover things about your friend that you did not know before. Um, so be open to possibly working on your friendship rather than breaking up. So you might go in there like, I'm going to break up with this bitch. She don't deserve me. She's a terrible friend. She never shows up for me. She's un- she's selfish. She's da-da-da-da. You're making all this story in your life about why this person showed up in your life the way you did. And then you started telling them all this in the scene. They're like, well, I've been going through this. This is what I've been going through. And you're like... Oh, I didn't even know. I didn't even know. Why so did you, you tell me? You see, so you have to be open because yeah. you don't know what you're going to find out yeah. during that conversation. And if they're aware of their behavior and want to change, but you still want to walk away from the friendship, hear what you could say. I am happy that you are aware of your toxic traits. However, you have caused me a lot of pain over the years. I will be cheering you on while you are on this journey of self-awareness and healing from a distance. I truly support your journey. However, I need to focus on my healing as well. In other words, <laughs> sis, I'm a, I'm going to cheer you on from the sideline. <laughs> but I just can't be the one to drive you to the game. Yeah. Because sometimes like you still also have to hear from what this person has done. Oh to yeah. You. Because you don't have to like, oh yeah, she's going to do this, she's going to change, and you have to be her friend and completely disregard what this person has done to oh, you. No. And completely put yourself and your healing in the back burner. No. You also have to also hold yourself accountable for your own healing, knowing yeah. that I'm gonna forgive this person fully. I'm gonna heal from this while they're going through their own healing journey. So it's sometimes it's not even it's good to just take some time off yeah in your friendship like it's not always like we're breaking up we're never gonna speak to each other again but listen sis there's a lot going on in our friendship right now we both need a break mm-hmm. let's take a break let's give ourselves a deadline we'll let's set up a date for three months we'll go to brunch and we'll talk it out yep but if we really can't talk it out, then we'll break up. But right now, I just need a break from this because I need to breathe. This is a lot going on. It's becoming too toxic for me. So, you know, just hold yourself accountable as well. Yeah. And lastly, if they are aware of their behavior and have no interest in changing. That's this is, okay. This is what you could say. <laughs> you are completely right. I cannot force you to change your behavior. That is how you are, but I'm deciding that I'm no longer, I no longer want to be on the receiving end of your toxic behavior. I still love you very much, but I need to distance myself. In other words, sis. You got me fucked up. No, not at all. <laughs> that is not what I was going to say. But no, that that's honestly a good one. In other words, just, you don't have to, the thing is, you don't have to be someone's enemy. Yeah. When you guys are no longer in a place of, 
constant friendship, yeah. I would say. Yeah, when you're not in a place where you are in the same social circle. Doesn't yeah. mean that I'm your enemy. I just We're just not in the same space where of growth. Yeah. And we're in a different lane right now. If you're un- <laughs> if the person is unwilling to change the toxic characteristics that person is not willing to grow yeah and it's okay maybe they're happy where they are and they feel content where they are but contentment is not happiness and at some point in time they will realize they will remember what you've said and maybe they'll take it for the good and they will do something about it but if they don't imagine you not having this conversation yeah. and constantly dealing with a bad orange, I'm not going to say a bad <laughs> apple. The reason why I'm not going to say a bad apple is because if you ever pay attention to an orange or a lemon, once one of them starts to fuzz and that fuzz gets attached to the, the other, other one, one? with an hours the other one goes bad an apple it kind of takes i think it's the wax that they use on it but it takes a bit longer so if the person chooses to be the green moldy fuzzy orange it's okay to not want to let yourself touch that so if they decide they don't want to change then allow them to mold i agree but like you know, um, I agree. And then lastly, so we can close because we've been here for a while. We have. I'm. Um, it's you a guys good conversation. Love my voice. <laughs> it's a good conversation. That's what happened. Don't fall in love, guys. Um. Lastly, where uh, my advice would be: take time to grieve. Mm, Allow yes. yourself the time to grieve because you are losing a friend. Yeah. You know, and I if if you do go to the breakup, why it's not just losing a friend, but also grieving your expectations. Yes. Because <laughs> you're yes. not grieving the person, you're just grieving the expectations that you had for this person. Because exactly. I expected you to show up in my life this way and you didn't, so I have to grieve that. So allow yourself the time to grieve and in a healthy manner. Yeah. In a healthy, proactive manner. Not grieving when you gr- spread rumors about yeah. it on social media. Yeah, no. Allow yourself to grieve in a healthy and productive manner. Because there's certain ways that we grieve that we think we won't regret at the end mm. of the day. But there is, if you, I believe everybody has a conscience. Some yeah, people choose to ignore it. Unless you're a social or psychopath. Eh, even them, they their conscience is to like self fulfill. Like I feel as though everybody knows the difference between <laughs> wrong or right. You get what I mean? Like you may not want to admit it, but at a certain point, if you go about spreading rumors, mm. go about like Pettiness. tarnishing mm-hmm. this person's reputation, one day you're going to wake up and be like, yo. I could have done this better. So to grieve in a productive and a proactive manner, to be able to understand, to be able to forgive yourself, to be able to say, I walked away with this with my head held high. When you see the person on the road, you could still be like, oh, hey, how's your... Hi. hi. Just we're hi. We don't even have to have a conversation like, hey, instead of as soon as you see that person, you're hiding behind a oh, freaking yeah. 
the little girl who's like two foot tall, a little kid, and the mother's trying to understand why you're you, you're using their child as a shield. Walk away in a manner that you could be proud of. Yeah. That you could one day use with as grace. an example. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Walk away with grace. Never let your crown fall off. Oh yeah. You gotta be even if that that person is doing whatever they're doing, I'm not gonna be a part of that. No. Like for me, like I remember somebody come to me and say, Oh, the so and so said this and this and that about you. I said, Whatever they told you is their truth. Believe it. <laughs> I act accordingly. Whatever they told you is the truth. Is their truth. And they're not here to defend themselves. So I'm not going to add on to this narrative. But thank you. I I don't want anybody feeling comfortable coming to me and talking to me about someone. Mm-mm. Especially if you weren't there. This is my relationship with this person. You were not there. Yeah. You did not witness what her and I had. So it's not your job to mm-hmm. come to me. And, and whatever she's telling you is from her perspective. Mm-hmm. So whatever she's telling you, that's her truth. That's her, her perspective. Don't come to me. Yeah. Don't come to me. I don't want to hear it. She's not here to defend herself. I'm not doing this. I am killing the spirit of gossiping. Because mm-hmm. gossiping is a spirit. Oh, yeah. It's a spirit of broke men and women. Only broke people uh, gossip. Because y'all ain't got nothing better to do. So don't come to me about it. I don't want to hear it. Don't. That's it. Oh, God. But yeah. But yeah. So, you know, just like, you know, just know that remind yourself of the love that you had for this person oh yeah and i think that would get you through always do everything out of love i feel as though when you come from love then there's no way you could go wrong because as much as we believe love hurts love is one of the purest things that this earth has to give to Mm -hmm. us love is one of the purest feelings that we could give to someone when it's unconditional when it's true so be graceful, be open, be willing, and come from a place of love. Yeah, I agree. Just because, you know, when you remind yourself, like, yo, this was my sister, and I loved her, or I love her, because your love doesn't... It doesn't love don't die. You don't... No. No. Because I still love you. doesn't mean I'm not in your life. doesn't mean I don't love you. I still love you. I'm just... I'm choosing me. Yeah. In my sanity, in my mental well-being, and just me. And that doesn't mean I don't love you. That doesn't mean that if I see you at your lowest, I'm not going to be there. If it doesn't cost me. Yeah. Myself. You know, I'll be there for you if it doesn't cost me. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about like costing me myself. Like yeah. I'm not. My you know, peace. Yeah. My un- my tranquility. If it's going to disturb me, then I will have to choose me. Yeah. But just because we're not constantly with each other and we're not at that point of always talking and our connection at some point had to be we had to drift apart mm-hmm. doesn't mean my love for you has died and doesn't mean when you truly need it yeah. and it doesn't compromise my peace that I won't be there for you yeah it's health it's magic we're royalty so we go always show up as such exactly <laughs> You show up as royalty and pettiness and peasantry. Yeah, that's the same. Yeah, belongs <laughs> nowhere near. Yeah, our action. The pettiness is. I'm gonna turn everybody against you. That's for pet. That's that we don't do that here. That's not what we do. But this is our conversation is coming to an end. I think that we most likely will have a part two. 
because we're going to talk about forgiveness next week hopefully we can talk about forgiveness because i really want to talk about how forgiveness kind of improve our, our health mm-hmm. as well i was reading this article um it was a study done so i was like this is amazing so i want to talk about it so hopefully we can have rose back and when Misha comes back, and then we can all three have that conversation on forgiveness. Because we've all been hurt. Oh, yeah. All of us. We've been so. hurt, and we've done some hurting. <laughs> yep, along so, the, on your uh, journey. Exactly. So, so this concludes our conversation. So thank you for turning into the Shift podcast. I'm not on social media, y'all. I'm not coming back until May. I'm on social media. <laughs> I just don't know any of my names because I was forced back on there. But so you don't know your um social media name? Um, I'm on Instagram. What's your Instagram? If you give me two seconds, I'll oh, tell God. you my Instagram. Yeah, listen. But while she's looking, uh, even though I'm now on social media, please still follow me on at her tonic um her underscore tonic um on social media um. Also go on our website if you haven't read the latest blogs. I haven't been written lately, guys, but I'm I promise I'm gonna put some time to write. Um <laughs> it's her dash tonic.com. Alright, I found my Instagram and it's R Zero Z three M M. I know. Extra, I am. I don't do I do we follow each other on social media? No, because I just got back a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> I came back on social media less than a month ago. Shame, yeah. And I'm taking a break, so I'm not coming back until May. I'm taking a whole month of April off, um, just to do some cleansing and just really meditate more and pray more. So, yeah, I'm just taking some time. It's, it's, it's a distraction, <laughs> it is. But, so, guys, be, yeah. be in peace. Be in majesty. Drink your water. Drink your water. Exfoli- stay healthy. Burn exfoliate. Your sage. Okay, I don't burn sage, but if that's what works for you, I burn sage. You see, you, that, yeah. <laughs> burn your sage. Meditate. Pray. Definitely pray. Take some time out of your day to pray. Don't forget to thank God or whoever you believe in. Exactly. But seriously, take some time to stay still. Take care of yourself. Your mentals. And it's just important. Before you speak, make sure you listen. That's what I'm going to leave you with yeah. today. I'm leaving you with drink your water, burn your sage, exfoliate. Seriously, drink your water because some of you are walking around here with your piss are literally orange. For real. How you see that? <laughs> <laughs> like that note, I'm not seeing it, I'm but about to just if, go it, drink some water. if it's orange, you need to drink some water, exfoliate, brush your teeth twice a day, floss. And most importantly, mind your business. Nah, seriously, mind your <laughs> fucking business. But yeah. And that's it. Thank you for joining the Shift Podcast. I'll talk to you guys next week.